There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello, everybody. We're Talkin' Titans. We're actually picking Titans and other games from the NFL this week, and uh, we're going to be doing it against the spread. I'm Tommy D, sports director at the Tennessean, and you are? Eric Backrag, Titans beat writer for the Tennessean. Gentry Estes, sports columnist for the Tennessean. And Eric is the not just the leader in the clubhouse, he's the runaway leader in our pick competition this week. Went 9-6 and six last week against the spread. Just a, a big cheese pizza is really all I'm looking for, Tommy. Yeah, well, I think you can start adding toppings as it goes <laughs> <Okay>. on. 31-27-1 <laughs> on the season, and uh, you are 3-1, and one, I believe. No, 2-2 two and two on your premium picks. Mm-hmm. What, what's are we doing anything with the premium picks? Does that mean that's anything? just kind of like a, this is like the one game I would bet on. Uh, you don't get an extra loss, thankfully, because I happen to lose again mm-hmm. my premium pick this week. But you know, there's so many games. It's just a way of saying you know, if I was going to bet on one game, that's the one I like the best. But you've already picked that game, so unlike our college picks, which you can find on the Breaking Down the Doors podcast, we don't count that as an extra pick because that's a different game mm-hmm. that, that you're picking there outside the SEC. I went four and eleven, and it was a valiant four and eleven. Very couple of close losses there. Uh-huh. I'm sixteen forty two and one on the season, and very close to relegation. <laughs> I'll be picking junior high games in another <laughs> two weeks. Gentry, uh, who joined us a little later in the season after a bold start, went five and ten last week, and now is. 14 and 12 on the season. I am, uh, I'd say it's competitive still. I kind of gave back my advantage from the first yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, one bad week, right, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm better than one bad week. But <laughs> Gentry is one and one on his premium pick, pick of the week, and I am one and three. So with that, we'll be picking the Titans game last mm-hmm. uh, to keep the suspense going. But we will start with Thursday's game the Rams at the Seahawks. The Seahawks are a one and a half point pick, and we all picked the Rams. And for your listeners out there, that means that the Seahawks are going to cover because oh, yeah. I think every game we picked alike last week, we all lost. Right. So if we agree. Yeah, and, I, and this is a game I wouldn't bet on, honestly. You know, no, I think it could I mean, go either on way. On a Thursday so. night. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't bet on Thursday night, period, mm-hmm. except that it would be an ugly game. I'd bet that at almost Who in the world would have thought the Rams would allow 55 points to Tampa? Of all I know. That was know. the most bizarre game of the season. Got to think they'd bounce back. We'll see. Yep. Well, we move on to Sunday's action again, and we'll circle back to the Titans. The Ravens are giving three and a half points on the road to the Steelers, who picked up their first victory of the week last night as we record this. We record on Tuesdays, and we use the betmgm.com odds if you want to check them out there. So if the odds you you hear us talking about, if the line is not the same as the one that you're seeing when you actually listen to this, that's why they occasionally change. I think the Steelers aren't as bad as as you might think. They had to go through a quarterback change. They're pretty um pretty solid, I think, offensively and figuring things out. So I'm I'm going to go with the Steelers here and take the points. Agreed. I, I, I last week I kind of said I didn't really believe in the Ravens. We were going to find out a lot about them when they played the Browns, and I think we did. Uh, the Ravens still have a little bit left to prove, and the Steelers look really good on Monday night. I know the Bengals are, are not a good Bungles. team, but uh, the Steelers defensively looked very good in that game, and I, I, I think they'll win this straight up at home. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think the Ravens still have something to prove, and I think that's why they get it done. Uh, to me, I, I picked the Ravens in this one. The one thing that worries me is James Conner just after what Nick Chubb of the Browns did last week against the Ravens. 
I think he had like 180 or 165 rushing yards and a couple of touchdowns. So that worries me a little bit, but I still do think this Ravens team is very much legit. I think they get it done on the road. It's tough to like the Ravens without a good defense. They've had a good defense for so long. Now, that, this used to be the most brutal game in the NFL. You could count on uh-huh. it for every year. You just they'd stretcher people off, right? You know, I mean, they would literally have to have a stockpile of stretchers just to <laughs> keep the game going. You know, the game flow going. Run out, get him off, and throw another one out there. It's not quite the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Moving along, the Patriots on the road at Washington, one of the worst franchises against the best franchise, and the Patriots are laying fourteen and a half. And boy, I hate that half point, but I'm I still know. giving it. I'm taking the Patriots and giving the points. They're, they didn't look as good or as overpowering last week, but the Redskins are just They pathetic. might be the most dysfunctional team in the NFL in a, in a year where there's quite a, a few of, of them. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take – I would probably would have taken it 20 points or something like that for the Patriots. To me, the Redskins are – I take the Redskins as a point grab more than anything else because I think the spread's a little too high, but – the Redskins are bad. They're yeah. right. They're right there with the Dolphins. Bad. Mm-hmm. Apart from the Bills game, I keep thinking that about the Patriots, and they go out and win by eighty or something, and yeah. it's like they just can't put a line high enough. It seems like mm-hmm. they, their offense struggled against the Bills. I, I think that probably had a lot more to do with Testament the Bills. to Buffalo more than yeah. anything. I think, but yeah. So similar type number. The Jets are going to Philly play the Eagles, and the Eagles are laying two full touchdowns, mm-hmm. fourteen points, and I'm taking the point grab Jets. Late cover, backdoor, whatever. It's just too big a number, even though the Eagles probably are way better. They are, uh, and the Jets are just one of those teams. They're just they're awful. I think the Eagles playing a little bit better. I think they cover. I think that the Jets are will be a rested team coming off the bye week, but I still don't think they get Sam Darnold back is, is, right. is he, how that looks. Yeah, I, th- I think he's back with the team, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. So, And then – the advantage is kind of nullified by the fact the Eagles played on Thursday night last week. So uh, Yeah, they've got a couple of extra days, too. That was a really, really big win yep. for, for the Eagles in Green Bay, too. That, that was the kind of win that you build on, and I think that they I needed it. Yeah. I don't think the Jets have much of a chance here. Yeah, you know, when you're passing a bad car wreck on the highway, you tend to slow down and look. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to do that with the Jags at the Panthers. This is an yeah. ugly, ugly game. You want to avert your eyes. Panthers given three and a half points at home. And we all agree that we're given the three and a half points mainly because we think they're both awful, but the Jags are more awful. And they're Despite at home. the fact that they beat the I Titans. think they've both won two yeah. in a row though, yeah. going into this, right? I mean, uh, ugly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> ugly wins, but wins. Right. The Jaguars were lucky to beat the Broncos. They're the um, worst teams that have won two in a row in the league. Yeah, so I mean, that that's something this game both. has going for <laughs> We, uh, we take this to jolly old England. The Bears giving up five and a half points against the Raiders in London. And boy, I, if there's anything worse than a Thursday night game and trying to pick it, it's a game in London. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Bears because A, they have a good defense, and B, because the Raiders have a long – I'm not sure which way they go. Do they fly over Japan <laughs> and come that way, or do they fly all the way across America and go I think they way? flew directly out of Indianapolis, actually. Okay, to, so it saved a, a little bit. Mm. That is a long flight. You're going to hear a lot about the Khalil. A lot of tea and a lot of crumpets. You're going to hear a lot about the Khalil Mack thing. This is the first time he's played the Raiders since oh, that yeah. trade. Uh-huh. And I, I think the the Bears defense is going to be up for this, if for no other reason than for that. The Raiders have played horribly in these international games the last few years. I think even if Mitch Trubisky is hurt, which there's a lot of uncertainty about his availability, he hadn't been that good anyway, really. Right. Right. And I think the defense... Less drop-off when you're not good. And it's hard to 
it's hard to win a game if you can't score any points. And I think the Raiders score less than like seven at most in this game. The Bears easily. Yeah, I mean, I think the Raiders are another team that, um, you know, coming off that win last week uh, against the Colts was surprising. I think they're another team that we're still kind of getting a feel for. I think they could surprise some people. This to me was just, I don't know, I, I kind of, it was a gut pick for me. I, I, I do think the Raiders lose, but I think it'll be a close one. I think they'll keep it tough with the Bears and they stay within five and a half. I will say Trubisky being out is, I think makes, that's a big make, factor. That, yeah, that's, that is, it's a the, factor. Yeah. Yeah, the Bears' offense hadn't exactly set the world on fire, either, right? So. so, I think five and a half for you know an offense that isn't great is is a lot. I think Khalil Mack just goes nuts, crazy in this game. Could see that. I, I yeah. think he, I think he's been planning to go nuts in this game for a while. <laughs> he's had it circled. So I thought you were going to lay some some like English knowledge on us having made that trip last year. No, I've got. You know, the key is that the Raiders don't know. Blah blah blah. Although the Chargers went there last year and beat the Titans, so yeah. as far as you know that being a long trip, I don't know. They have a quarterback. True. Vikings given four and a half points at New York Giants, and uh, we all picked the Vikings because we all know the Giants are really, really bad. Thought um, about this one, though. I did, too. The Vikings let me down big time this last week. I, I really liked their chances, and I've been really impressed, and they they did not play well, and their offensive line did not play very well against a team like Chicago. I don't think the, the Giants aren't the Bears, but I, it was a little bit of a, of, of a red flag for the Vikings. I still think that their offense can only go up with, with the weapons they have, you know, with Thielen and Diggs. I think they're, they're bottom three in the league in, in passing through the first four weeks, which is that's it, insane. It, which is shocking, you know, just given their offense. I, they could only go up. I really didn't think too hard about this one. I think they cover. So the Buccaneers and their newfound offense go to the Saints. New Orleans giving four and a half at home. And I think, in a way, that's almost like this being an even neutral site game because I think the the Saints are probably worth a little more at home than the usual three because it's just a neat place to play. They're, there's really – I don't know that, a, that there's an NFL city that really rallies around their identity being – part of the the nfl team's identity it's much more like kind of like the preds are here Mm -hmm. with the with the way people get wrapped up in it everywhere you go on a weekend it's saints everywhere in that city and we all pick the saints yeah i'm I'm really just kind of tired of losing this the saints pick to gentry every week (laughs) y'all are on board now we're on board and we're also all on board with the um hapless falcons going to the texans who i'm still not really sold on they're giving four and a half at home, but we're all taking Houston. Yeah, I'm sold on Deshaun Watson, and uh, you know that that's really all I need. The Falcons are not a good team. At I don't all know right why. Now. Right. It, if you look at it, they should be decent, mm-hmm. but they're not. I it you know we talked about on the the other edition of uh, Talking Titans this week that that it just felt in that stadium like like a losing team right it just it just the whole atmosphere about it is just not right i think they're they're due a coaching change probably in atlanta this year and i think that team could could fall off the map mm-hmm. and, and which is surprising given what they have yes it is cardinals are visiting the Bengals. Bengals given three and a half at home and that's just two really bad teams so i'm ta- i'm just i have no particular reason i'm taking the cardinals Same. because they're getting points flip a coin on this one really I took the Bengals because they're at home. That's that's about my justification there. Ditto. Okay, so your your coin king. You got to figure that they're going to win a game eventually. Yep, and that's as good a chance as any. Okay, so we have the uh, Broncos at the Chargers. Chargers given six and a half at home, and uh, 
You look at the teams, it, it should be more, and that's why I think we all went charter. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one we lose, yeah. but but you just can't go with the Broncos. No. I, I really went with the Broncos last week as my as as a sure thing. You know, they're surely they're going to beat Jacksonville. They're going to get going. They're going to get it back on track. And no, no not so yeah. much. No, no, they had this big lead and fire over there. Yeah. yeah. Intriguing game that, that the nation will probably be tuned into because it's two good helmets and and two. Well, good this teams. is a good one, yeah. Packers at Cowboys. And you know, if I'm watching one game this week this from a it. neutral perspective, that's the one I'm watching. Cowboys giving three and a half points, and um, I'm giving those three and a half points. Same. I think you know. I think the Cowboys rebound after a tough one. Honestly, a surprising one uh, against the Saints. I just. I, ugly game. Yeah, it was an ugly game. I still have a lot of belief in, in just sort of the firepower of that offense, and uh, I think they cover at home. I think the three and a half points will matter here, I think. And I think the Packers get a – they played on Thursday night as well. They had a few extra days of preparation. The Cowboys had a pretty tough loss, pretty physical, hard-fought game in New Orleans. And I think the, the Packers really might be better. I don't, I don't really buy the Cowboys yet. I think they need to do a better job of getting Zeke Elliott involved. He really hasn't – been the difference maker so far this year that he was supposed to be. I think Dak Prescott had by far his worst game against the Saints on Sunday. And I think the Packers' defense is, is better than you think. And they obviously have a very good quarterback as well. However, Devontae Adams, they're saying, might yep. miss this game. Which is big. He's I, the field stretcher. I'm going to stick with my pick because I didn't switch it back when Cam Newton was out and the okay. Panthers can't lose now. So <laughs> yeah. I you know, I won't switch it, but, but Devontae Adams being out is a big deal. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll move along. The Colts at the Chiefs. The Colts, one of many teams. Name all the teams that have the tiebreaker over the Titans in the division. The Colts are one of them. Right. If, if they played right now. Or if they were going into a playoff tiebreaker right now. The Chiefs are given nine and a half points in Kansas City, which is, to me, another a little under the radar, tough, tough place to play. Even when they've been bad, right, yeah. they oh, tend to tough. have been a little better at home than they should be. Mm-hmm. But I'm still taking the Colts, not because I have a good feel for this. I mean, the the Chiefs are by far the better team, but mm-hmm. we've seen some evidence of these inflated lines and a team's way better but still doesn't cover. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think the Colts, uh, any game, if you're going to give me nine and a half points with the Colts, I'll, I'll take them pretty much against anyone. Good defense, and, and, good run game. Yeah, I think they'll, I'll think they'll hang tough, and I think this is evidence of that, just the fact that they're, this is as tough a game as they'll play. I think they keep it within that margin. 31 points the Raiders scored in Indy. Was it 31? I think that's right. Something like that. Right. Yeah, Chiefs can score a lot more than that. You're not wrong. I just, I just don't think the Colts. I, they're banged up right now too. They've had all kinds yeah. of injuries and, and losing guys like they like, may be past their sell by date. They may have <laughs> be going to what we thought they'd be when they lost their quarterback. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I still think they'll cover. So Monday night, Browns at Forty ers The Niners given. Three and a half points, and I'm giving those three and a half. I know everybody now is back in love with the Browns mm-hmm. and Baker Mania mm-hmm. and all that. But back you know, on the, the Niners aren't that bad a football team. They're pretty good. Somehow they're, they're the They've one. got the quarterback who last year was supposed to be right. the emerging you know, v- Vegas likes the 49ers, too. This yeah. is not the first time they've been favored in a game where I'm a little surprised they're favored. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I believe they're the only undefeated team still in the NFC, which is pretty shocking. But, I, you know, again, I, I just think the Browns, rightfully so, uh, as far as the hype, you know, coming back their way just after a past couple games. I think if they don't win it, uh, I think the three and a half here matters for them. Okay, so now we go to our picks of the week. 
I like those Vikings with their running game and with the Giants being terrible, giving four and a half on the road. I think all of my losses in these games have been when I've taken somebody that was a road favorite and they either lost or didn't cover, but I still think that's the best number I see on the board. Mm. So go Vikings uh, is what I'm saying. This is the game where you – the idea is if we were like betting our own money, the one most likely. Right. Yeah. You 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 got a hundred dollars in your pocket, and you have to bet it all on one game. That is, I bears bears minus five and a half against the Raiders. I absolutely would bet every bit of that, and um, think that uh, yeah, I, I don't give the Raiders any chance. My lock of the week is the. I mean, it's it's a little bit absurd to be taking a road team that is a fourteen and a half point favorite. Well, we haven't picked as, that game, have we? Uh, well, good point. Have we have we done the Patriots? We did not. We, we're the Titans is. I'm talking okay. about lock of the week. Oh, Patriots. Okay. I'm yeah. Sorry. Now I'm still on my lock of the week, which is the Patriots over the Redskins. I just uh, I think the Redskins are really bad. I think the Patriots are really good. I don't care that uh, Patriots on the road and you're giving them. You're giving the Redskins 14 and a half points. I think uh, after a tough one in Buffalo, I think the Patriots get back to just sort of their steamrolling, dominating ways, and think they cover. And uh, I'm pretty confident about that. Well, it's a good thing we did. Uh, I did see that wrong because we have not picked the Titans. Right. Team. The, the home team. To be fair, the fans of the podcast actually have heard Eric and I pick the. Uh, Depends pick on what the order they listen to these podcasts. That's true. That's true. So anyway. We're going to pick it again for you two, and I'm going to pick it for the first time for me. Mm-hmm. I like Eric's logic that when you think the Titans are supposed to win, they lose. When you think they're going to lose, they it's, win. It's the only sensible logic when it comes to picking Titans games. The Bills are coming to Nashville, off to a really good 3-1 and one start, mm-hmm. where the loss isn't bad. Not at all. I think I think that's a game they they had every chance to win if Josh Allen doesn't throw three interceptions if you know the Patriots don't get a punt return for a touchdown that defense is the real deal for me if Frank Gore was only 41 years old the ageless wonder yeah exactly he Uh, needs to be tested for the (laughs) x-gene yeah I don't know how he he keeps doing it but I've got the bills and And, and Titans are given two and a half right uh, I've got the Bills winning 17-16. to 16. This is a game, I, I mentioned it in the other podcast, that this series, the past three games have been decided by a point, so I think it's going to go 17-16 Bills. I just think... Wasn't there a bad two-point try or something involved last yeah. time? I think of the wrong game. That, that was San Diego. That was San Diego. Last year, the, the Titans... Just kind of stunk it up. Yeah, they, they should have won the game in Buffalo, and they blew it. But, you know, I, I just think the Titans right now have every reason to believe they're going to win this game. And, again, that to me is where sort of they that's fall into this. Bad. Yeah, that's yeah. when it gets bad. They fall into this trap. And I, I do think the Bills are really legit. I think that defense uh, is top three in the league for sure, and I think it gives the Titans problems on Sunday. I'm going just the opposite. I, I think I'm, I'm going to probably get the Titans wrong every time this year. Because um, they're going to look good, and I think, okay, now they're decent. They're going to look bad. I'm going to think now they're terrible. And I think they're not terrible. I don't know that they're decent. But I really made this this pick based on the Bills, is I just don't see the Bills as the contender that their current record and last effort would suggest. So I don't see them being 4-1. and one. It really comes down to, okay, could they cover? Sure. But I just don't see them, when I look up at the standings, being that a four good one team after five games, so that means they have to lose, right? Well, so that's right, as sound as, lo- as logic as anything I when it comes know. to. I, that, I, look, at, look at my record, people. <laughs> I do agree with that, though. I think that I've kind of faded the Bills a lot of the season. I, they played well against the Patriots. I think they 
that was a hard fought leave everything out there kind of loss and teams sometimes struggle to bounce back from those kind of games especially on the road hot conditions but this is this is that game between teams that could end up being the sixth seed in the playoffs you know this is true this could end up being a very important game yeah Um, you mentioned the weather it's kind of fitting because you know you think if you go to buffalo you're probably going to be getting a bitter winter storm so right it's fair that when they go on the road they get a game like this it's going to be a hundred heat index and Josh Allen being questionable is probably not not a helpful thing either. Just going to yeah, but I mean Frank Gore all day, right? He's another guy that I think Gentry. When we looked, Titans do pretty well against the run, though. They do. They don't do well against backup quarterbacks, though. So yeah, there's, there's all these weird. I know there's all these yeah. weird little stats. So <laughs> yeah, and I'm basically add it all up, and I don't know what it means. There was a point <laughs> last year where, and I, I think there was a point in the indie game. Actually, they might be statistically good against the run, but. They tend to give up long drives mm-hmm. uh, that are ground-oriented. Uh, and we saw that with another old back last year with Adrian Peterson just kind of plowing, plowing away between the tackles, and, and the Titans couldn't get off the field. But I still think they're, they're going to win this game and somehow cover that, that narrow margin. We shall see. Well, that does it for this edition of Talking Titans. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. Remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Gentry Estes and Eric Bacharach, I'm Tommy Dees. See you next time. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.